guys, welcome back to another episode of the Sleepy Knots podcast. We're going to start today a little different with a couple of corrections and a little explanation. So, corrections corner. That's right, it's finally that time. I've got some corrections I need to make. So I realized that last week, I, I mean, I wrote the story and then I read the story. You think I would have realized that um, I said Beatrice and then Bernice for the Mothman lady's name. I don't know. I have no explanation other than I was so tired. And I know I made a couple of other mistakes and there were a couple of little things, but sleep deprivation is so brutal. And I thought that there was one more week left in October. And so I was like, oh, there's one more week of silly haunted stories left. There was not. That was the last one. I, I should have looked at a calendar. Um, but my youngest son, who's two, he'll be three this month. Um, he's been sleeping with me. And at night, every, I don't know, hour and a half or so, he kicks me in the head and he sleeps like a tornado and he kicks and he screams and he bites and, you know, he's peed on me a couple times. And so because he's going through these weird sleep regression things, I'm getting woken up every hour and a half, give or take. And so after a few weeks of that, as any parent knows, you go insane. You remember nothing. You don't know if you're eating or sleeping or driving. You're just, it's awful. So my apologies for last week's um, hiccups. Uh, but this week, we are going to start off November right with a whole new sleep story. This is a sleep story that also comes courtesy of my, my sister from another mister, Meg, um, who was kind enough to bring us inspiration for the James Spader episode. She requested that I do a John Hamm episode and she gave me the basic rough outline for the idea for today. So today's episode is one I like to call John Hamm, Master of Business. Jonathan Danielle Hamm was the last of four children born into the Hamm family dynasty. As family dynasties go, the Ham family was on par with the Hearsts and the Rockefellers, with one exception. They were not blessed with the high society lifestyle as their counterparts were. No, the Hams were a salt-of-the-earth family, and the creed that hung above their mantle was simple and direct. Work hard, grow beards. The family made their nut, creating beard bristle brushes. Yes, as the name implies, all the men in John Ham's family, and a few of the women, were blessed with the bushiest and most lush beard hair in all of Nebraska. They would lovingly grow their beards, and then when they were at peak bushiness, they would shear them off like a highland farmer would his flock of sheep, and turn the bristles into the highest quality of brushes the world had ever seen. The people who would buy these brushes would spend a sensible amount of money on one, only $22.50, and they would be blessed with the shiniest, softest hair for as long as they used the brush. As the baby of the family, John Ham had an impossible standard to live up to. His three older brothers, along with his father and his uncles, would host the most popular hour on QVC for more than 15 years running. It was the Ham Family Beard Brush Hour, and during that hour, the sales would spike through the roof at QVC. Every year, they were awarded the QVC Award for Most Popular Product, as well as the Yelp Award for Product of the Year, every year. Growing up, he would watch from the sidelines of the soundstage while his brothers were paraded out one at a time to show the process of cultivation. 
His brothers would stand proudly and silently while their father would shave them with a straight razor, and he would demonstrate to the audience how he would construct the brushes using a single piece of aged wood that he would whittle right there live on the stage into a brush and insert gently each individual hair, each one made with care and by hand. It was a simple business, but a successful one, and thanks to the profits and the fame, they were afforded a comfortable life. As John grew, he would stand in the bathroom in front of the mirror for hours watching, trying to see his beard grow. At first, it was in disappointing patches and then in a strange reddish color, despite his natural hair being a deep, rich brown. His brothers would tease him for his substandard beard and he would cry because he knew deep down inside that they were right. They would mock him that he was the son of the mailman and not a true ham man. Compared to the other men in his family, he was the lame duck. Until finally the day had come where on his 15th birthday, he and his beard were paraded out onto the QBC stage for all to see. As his father did, as he always did, John had a thought. If he couldn't be the most desirable beard in the family, then he could at least be the most memorable. As his father shaved off first one side and then the other, John made up his mind. When his father was finished, he was going to have his moment in the sun. When he heard the clink of the razor hit the table that stood next to him, he loudly and triumphantly shouted, Hamalama ding dong, and stomped his feet, flinging out his arms triumphantly. The audience laughed and applauded and he was awash in their adoration. He was the funny guy. It was a feeling he would chase for the rest of his life. As time went on, he became known for his catchphrases. Every time he was on the show, he would come up with something funny to say, and every time he would get the laughs. Ham on rye, baby! It's hammer time! And so on with puns involving his name. That is, until one day when his father called a family meeting. All the ham men gathered in the den at the family home and sat in large back chairs with stoic silence shared between them. John, we need to talk, his father said. John looked around and realized that all the eyes were on him. He felt self-conscious and small, and his manhood, that he dubbed his hamaconda, was retreating into the safety of his body with every second that tipped by. It's about your beard. It's just not getting any better. You're 26 now. If it was going to get better, it would have happened. We just, we can't use your beard hair for our brushes. I'm sorry, it's not up to our quality standards. I can do better, Father. I can. Just give me another chance. There are creams and supplements I can take. Jonathan Danielle, the ham men have never needed such help. And to allow it and know about it would be an abomination. Your beard hair is only fit to make brushes for horses or like big dogs. It is not fit for human use. I'm sorry, son, you're out of the family business and the family. He looked around and not one of his brothers would meet his gaze. But the people, they like my sayings. Just let me like stay on as a helper or something, he begged. Have some dignity, his uncle said with disgust. Well, fuck you guys, I don't need this family. I can do something great with this beard of my own. He stood and stormed from the room, slamming the door behind him as he left. When he got to his car, a single tear fell from his eye. He wiped it away and swore he would be successful, even if it killed him. He locked himself in his apartment for months. He saw no one. He shared nothing of his plans. 
And when he finally emerged after a long winter, he had two things, a prototype and a dream. He booked a slot on Shark Tank and readied himself for his big day. When the time came, he strolled down the hall towards the Shark Tank room and gave the presentation of his life. My name is John Hamm, and what I'm going to show you today, Sharks, is going to blow your socks off. Mark, I'm looking at you, buddy. This one's right up your alley. Mark Cuban nods and smiles politely, and with the gestures of the hand, he encourages him to hurry up and get it over with. Okay, so as everyone knows, I come from a long line of men who have created products that have revolutionized the world of self-care. Well, today I'm here to show you Ham's hair shirts. These are the next big thing in winter wear. They will replace the common sweater and change the way that we look at winter. With that, he ripped the sheet off his prototype and there, displayed on a mannequin, was an abomination of a garment that resembled a shirt made of pubic hair from an elephant or something. It was oddly colored and the texture was off. There were dabbles of super glue. It was strange to say the least. He smiled wide and looked from one investor's face to another. Mark Cuban burst out laughing. Robert actually spit out a drink of water he'd been taking. Lori screamed in terror, thinking it was an animal. John realized that this was not going as he had hoped, and he pulled out an old classic that always worked when he was on QVC. It should work when he's on ABC. Hamalama ding dong, he shouted and waited for the applause. But when none came, he hung his head in defeat and made his way to the exit. He was going to go sit in his car in his garage and just leave the engine running. He had peaked. There was nothing left for him in this world. He was, he was done. He was out of ideas. You're better off trying to make it in Hollywood than as a businessman, Mark Cuban shouted at him as he walked away. The comment hit him like a bolt of lightning, and as he headed out of the building, he tossed the ham hair shirt prototype on the sidewalk, where immediately squirrels began to fight over it. And he hopped in his car with a twinkle in his eye and a promise to himself that he would never grow a beard again. He made his way to Hollywood, and the rest is history. The end. And that's it. That, that's my John Hamm story. Um, if you have any stories you would like to request, feel free to email me at thesleepyknotspodcast at gmail.com. I finally finished my website, so um, you can check that out, aaronpotterplow.com. It'll have all the information about any news coming up, any new episodes of the podcast I will put there. We'll have books for sale, merch coming up, all of the things. Otherwise, you can follow me at Aaron Potter Plow on Twitter or Instagram. Until next time, as always, sleep well.